FPL Radio for Friday the 26th of May. We are here at game week 38 on this long, long season. One more time. Here we go. My name is Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Matt. Uh, what a season. I think what's been a bit weird uh, is that... Ooh, we've we, had, a, we've yeah, had a World Cup in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, well, exactly. It's sort of two seasons in, in one. So we're through. Uh, I think it's been a bit brutal at times, but um, yeah, I mean, like, sort of grateful it's coming to an end it, it does does sort of take its toll uh anyone going for mini leagues uh, good luck uh and uh and anything else cups i think you're in a cup final aren't you matt well i'm in a mini league cup final with like three people including you so i think it's me i think it's me and this is our friend toby in the in the final of that one after i yeah they all count some silverware it's like it's like the uh that's like the audi cup or something i think isn't it so yeah yeah, it might be something like that. Well, uh, let's, right. let's take a look back at game week uh, 37. It was a little mini double. Um, uh, yeah, Ryan, how did you uh, how did you get on closing out the penultimate game week of the season? Uh, right, yeah, I made three transfers for a minus four hit, but I'm actually pretty pleased with what I've done here. And maybe if we do come back and look back at a season review, um, I think I'm going to be a bit more bold and and happy to take a few more hits because I took out Grealish, Watkins and Dallow who scored an absolute total of zero points because Grealish was rested for both games. I think he's still drunk. Watkins missed a penalty and Dallow didn't get any appearance points in the Manchester United's fixtures double game week. So, and I bought in uh, Bruno Fernandes who I think got, was it 11 points? 11 in the end. I think he just missed out on bonus. Yeah, um, I've got Alvarez in, who got a goal and an appearance. I think that was nine. So that's 20 points up. And I bought in the Arsenal defender as just for a bit of um, uh, to raise the cash. And I, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but it's key. Here we are. Um, but again, 20 points up, minus four. So 16 points up on, on that deal. So certainly something that um, I, I, I might play a bit more aggressive next season. So as I say, um, 74 points, minus four, so that's 70. Um, I'm going to say I was a bit unlucky with that as well because David Hare was my goalkeeper. And up until um, Joao Felix hit one in in the, what was it, the 88th minute, I mean, here goes my woes again. Um, Luke Shaw went off at half time. I was thinking, oh, how about time De Gea actually outscores uh, Luke Shaw? But over the double game week, they both scored 10 points. So, look, it wasn't to be. And I thought that would have been quite a nice differential in my team. But they, they, they had 10 points, happy with that. Uh, John Stones, I mean, what did he do? He got an appearance point in the first game of the City game and then got two points versus um, the Brighton away fixture. Three points in total. Trippier, Trippier stays in my team, played. I was He wasn't on my bench at all, and I was pretty happy with, with his nine-pointer. So that was good. Um, clean sheet, maximum bonus. Uh, Alexander-Arnold uh, booked in that um, Aston Villa game. Uh, so not 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 great there. Salah assist, Bruno Fernandes spoke about that 11-pointer. McAllister, six points. Uh, but slightly disappointing with that benching, maybe because he might be on the move. They're looking to for other players. Rashford. Um, was benched, well, missed the first game in that bit of drama, wasn't it? Was he on the coach? Wasn't he on, on the coach? At, uh, was it away at Bournemouth? Uh, it turned out he wasn't on the coach and he was resting up with a hold or whatever. Uh, came off the bench after Anthony Dunny's um, 
or hurt his ankle and got a goal. So seven points there for Rashford, which was nice. I kept in Haaland. Um, I think there was a lot of things going on where the Arsenal result really impacted what Man City did. And uh, and therefore, I think you'll get to your points, Matt. Harlan Captain C turned out to be pretty. Only one assist and a goal ruled out. So just the six double to twelve. Alvarez spoke about that decent. Um, the big, the big blank or non-player is Isaac. He's been terrible. Um, just a one-pointer. Um, against Leicester, what did he get booked? Didn't he? Um, yeah, not not good at all. Um, been a pretty, pretty bad. Um bad run of form since I brought him in so yeah disappointing in that I had Matoma on the bench which I'm denied whether I played Matoma over Isaac I thought Isaac's fixture versus Leicester would have been more rewarding but six points down there but look overall okay I've got Green Arrow I'm up to 128k I don't think I'm going to make the top 100k now unless there's something really massive differential captain and that boosts me up some uh, big ranks, but yeah, 128k. It's gone up 5k in a week, so it's okay. Um, but yeah, not really where I'd want to be at this point of the season. Um, Matt, you did something different, which was great, and I think it paid off. So well done. There's uh, my pat on the back for you. you. It, yeah, it did. It did pay off. Actually, my best game week of the of the uh, of the season. Having a quick look there. Yeah, I, I bought Fernandez in and put him as captain. Um, I think, as you said, it was a little bit of sort of fortune from that perspective that um, City had won the league before um, they had to play in that Chelsea game. I think otherwise he would have gone full strength in that. And I think the way Chelsea are playing could have been a bit of a, a battering, really, with with, with Haaland. But um, I got a bit lucky with with the Arsenal dropping points um, uh, at Forest, which meant that that was wrapped up. So City could play a pretty sort of second string team and didn't really need to worry too much against um against Brighton either. So yeah, Fernandez came in as captain. Um and Alvarez also came in for Isaac, so nine points there. Um yeah, I think pretty much obviously the same, pretty similar spine to yourself, Trippier, Shaw, uh, Rashford, Salah, Matoma. Fernandez all returning. Um sort of only players that didn't really were Estupan who got four points across their double um and Alexander Arnold with with the one. So yeah, 83 points, although minus four on that one as well. So yeah, my best uh, my best result of the season. Um nice green arrow up to eight hundred and sixty thousand, which is Still a pretty hideous rank, but uh, you know, hopefully we'll finish the season comfortably within that million at this point um, in time. Which, um, you know, I, I think similar to yourself, obviously, it's not not sort of where I where I'd want to be, but um, you know, you got you got to go somewhere and and reset for next season as we as we go forward. But inside the inside the top million, I've heard Matt is is the new inside the top one hundred k. So that that's oh, the, there we go. That's what I'm call saying. It, I call it. I think it's maybe it's qualifying for the conference league or something like that. So. Um, <laughs> That'll yep. do. But yeah, we uh we look ahead now to the last game week of the season, game week 38. So this is game week uh everyone's playing at 4 30 um on Sunday the 28th. So uh deadline is at 3 p.m. Obviously, with everyone playing possibilities of, of of early team news probably across all those fixtures. Um uh, you know, as as um, as they're all sort of kicking off at the same time. So so might well be worth keeping an eye out until, um, you know, sort of Sunday after lunch there. But I think obviously most things are pretty much wrapped up in the in the Premier League uh, going into this weekend. So so City, obviously, champions, Newcastle and uh, Manchester United confirm their place in the Champions League. Um, I think there might still be a little bit of a question mark around Europa Conference yes. League places potentially. 
Um, and obviously at the bottom, there is still a lot. There's still a lot to play for. So Leicester, Leeds, and Everton all in with a shout of uh, of, of beating the drop. Everton in the in the driving seat. Um, but I think yeah, Leicester will probably fancy their chances as well. Leeds maybe the 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 hardest position of of the three. So it's a little bit of an interesting one. Obviously, lots of teams uh, on the beach. Lots of teams not much to play for. But um, oftentimes that's when you know the handbrakes can come off and and people want to be putting on a, a good show for for. For their fans as they sort of say goodbye to the season but yeah ryan what i guess looking at your team looking at these these fixtures how are you sort of shaping up coming into to game week 38 uh yeah i'm pretty worried actually uh, a lot of those results that have happened over the course of the week has, has really changed some perspectives you've already seen managers coming out and saying i mean this is a quote from klopp i think i saw earlier today that um He's saying he wants to bring in some fresh legs. I mean, what does that mean? I've no idea. Um, does he give Simakas a run out for Robertson? Like you just you just can't second guess it. And I think in, initially I was thinking of putting the, like the captaincy on Salah away at Southampton. If I was to pick a fixture on paper that looks the best, that one looks 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 great. And to have. Um, Southampton relegated Liverpool. I mean, they have nothing to play for now, but you'd, you'd expect them to still comfortably win that game. But I'm now worried that you might get a bit of a, a Bobby Firmino, James Milner sort of show. And if there's a penalty, will one of them get it? Um, so I'm really a little bit, um, I'm, I'm definitely worried about about where when rotation is going to hit and that, and, and I mean, I think that's just going to go across the ball now that um, Man United again, secure Champions League place, home fixture at Fulham. I mean, I, I'd, I'd be interested. Sure. Went off at half time and it, it claimed that there was like a, a niggle on his back. I can't really see why he would be um, playing the game against Fulham now um, uh, with, with the cup final in mind. So I, I would, I would worry if I was a sure owner, um, I think Bruno might retain his place. He seems to be a quite a resilient player, but I think again, question marks over Rashford. Would he be around? So, um, I think you said ahead of um, these games. I think we could get some team leaks, um, and that might inform us around some players uh, that that might might get a start and might might be benched. Um, so it's going to be quite chaotic, I think, but. Many, many a team. I think there's going to be huge rotation, and I think uh, just for your boys, Man City. What what will happen there away at Brentford? I mean, it's been, um, I mean, a bit sleepwalking now because uh, you've won the league uh, at a couple of parties, but you've now got to change that mindset into cup finals that are coming up for Man City. So I would assume that Pep would want to get the team back into that sort of winning mentality away at Brentford. But it's going to be a tough game, Brentford. Are, are going to want to put on a show for their fans last game of the season. So I think Aston Villa Brighton, the own out of this out of this fixture, I think Aston Villa have got the incentive to win this fixture. Brighton have secured Europa League play, so the result doesn't matter for them. But Aston Villa will be looking to get a Conference League place, um, and that will be ahead of the Spurs Leeds fixture. So Spurs are where it leads. I'm supposed to be hoping Villa slip up, and or would they be willing that they slip up? But I mean, is Conference League a bonus or not? I think it is. I suppose in 
quotes, it is a European football, but um, and West Ham have done really well throughout competition this year, so they're in a final, so it is a, another chance of a trophy. Um, and then I think you you picked out, so I think they're the only sort of European places in the bottom, and then it's at the bottom. I think that's where there's some really good fixtures, but have we got any assets? So Everton, Bournemouth, I mean, I haven't got any assets in that fixture. Um, we already spoke about Leeds Spurs. I mean, maybe people have got Harry Kane, which isn't a bad player, but I do worry about Spurs' mentality into that fixture and Sam Allardyce trying to get anything he can out of the fixture for Leeds, but none of us got Leeds, Leeds players, unless West Ham. I don't think many of us have got any lesser West Ham players. So I think they're the, they're the fixtures where I think you'll get quite a lot of stability in the teams, but we haven't got any players. So uh, may, maybe we can pick out some differentials from those fixtures and then and then try and see where we can fit them into our teams. But yeah, it's going to be a difficult week. Week. Um, anyone on a free hit? I think I think it's uh, yeah. You can really go crazy and get a fifteen out and and try and see um, where you can capitalise. Um, I think I, you know, one fixture I've missed out is Arsenal Wolves. I would assume Arsenal would be quite full strength. Um, just to try and again, it's been a good season for Arsenal, second place, and um, and again Wolves have, have signed, uh, have, have sealed the, uh, their place in Premier League. So I expect a bit of a show from Arsenal, but um, they've stuttered over the last couple of weeks. But I mean, Matt, I don't know whether there's anything more to add there, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a bit chaotic on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, as you said, I think I think having everything wrapped up to the sort of degree that it has been um, really does sort of make it quite difficult going into this. Um, this weekend and I think I think some of these teams particularly looking at teams like maybe Brighton and Newcastle who have really sort of locked up their um their positions um in 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 their targets you know that, that's a real sort of you've seen obviously with, with the City winning the league you know that sort of catharsis of, of getting where you want to go I think it's just natural that players will in that have achieved what they're looking to do will sort of drop off a little bit in um uh, in in this final game, so yeah, it's it's really tricky, as we said, sort of um, see City and and Manchester United um, going into a cup final the the following week. So yeah, players like Luke Shaw and Rashford, as you say, that are probably injury doubts or maybe sort of fitness challenges. Well, I expect Rashford will probably play with Anthony going out injured um, in the game in the game last night. But certainly Shaw, Ganacho might might start. But yeah, it's true. Yeah, don't know, but go on, go on, sorry. Yeah, well, no, I was going to say, certainly it's true. If he has got an injury, I think there's no chance you risk him um, in that game. Um, there's nothing for United to play for there, really. So, yeah, it, it is interesting. And, and, you know, sort of some of these teams from these these guys that are sort of escaping relegation, I mean, I think, I think you're looking at probably potentially some players from Everton could be interesting. I think um, I think Dwight McNeil is sort of up there on the form table, Um uh, for for them, obviously Calvert Lewin, I think is going to be out. Yeah, see any press it. conference news there? Yeah, but um, so McNeil it seems to be sort of um uh, doing well. He he's his form is slightly artificially inflated by the two goals and two assists in that crazy game against um Brighton back in in game week thirty five. But um, Everton last season were in a similar position, and the sort of home fans really sort of gave them a boost to get them over the line. Um. They are in the best position um, to to escape relegation here, and obviously Bournemouth on the beach uh, a little bit a little bit there. So um, I think of those three teams trying to escape relegation, Everton are probably the ones that you'd want to 
to maybe look at with with McNeil. I think you mentioned earlier in the week, um, Yeri Mina as well as a defender, um, sort of big threat from from set pieces, um, potentially there. But um, yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I think I I'd struggle to pick anyone from Leeds really. Maybe Harrison Reed um, uh, is is in is in decent form. Um, Jack Harrison, do you mean? Jack Harrison, not Harrison yeah, Reed. Sorry, yeah, Harrison Reed's uh, full of players, isn't he? Them, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, Jack, Jack Harrison, maybe although he's, he's again, sort of, I mean, there's a reason these teams are down where they where they are really. Um, um, and I suppose yeah, potentially, obviously, looking at Leicester, there's some good players there, and you know, Madison and Harvey Barnes. I know they both sort of started on the bench in that um in that game against uh, against Newcastle, so maybe they've been rested with one eye on on this this fixture. West Ham, obviously, keeping their um going to have their sort of attention, one eye on that um Europa Conference League final as well really so I could probably see Everton and Leicester getting results in, in in these two fixtures but it's tricky from a fantasy perspective to see who you'd really want to 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 back I think you you may be looking at other other teams as well um so uh, one of the other teams we didn't talk about but one of the teams that sealed their place back in the league for next season Nottingham Forest with that great result against Arsenal again I think there's a chance that those guys are, are, are pretty much um out of it um they've got a pretty terrible away record as well so i think crystal palace players are featuring quite highly on people's um to bring in list obviously as is is really up there on 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 the form perspective could be a good switch from someone like a matoma or a march or a mcallister from the sort of brighton um players i've still got march in my team so um i'm not sure i can do a direct swap but he would be someone i'd be very interested in potentially um uh bringing in or, or at least there's a slightly sort of cheaper option um there as well but yeah it's a uh it's a very tricky one. I think really, if you can get any, if we can get any early team news, sort of um, take a look at Twitter at about two thirty till three o'clock on on Sunday. It's probably Good your best luck, bet yeah. to, to try and get a few hints as to who might be uh, who might be available. Because um, yeah, it's a it's going to be a real sort of shoot in the dark. But I guess um, thinking a little bit about strategy, obviously, some people will be in positions where they're defending mini leagues. You know, maybe they maybe they're sort of um, they're fairly tight. I think. If you're defending a mini league, I think typically the best sort of maneuvers is just to play it reasonably safe, avoid taking any hits, try and just play really sort of you know your solid eleven. Typically, try and see what your you know whoever is chasing you. Take a look at their team, try and match up as much as possible because they can't outscore you if you have um, if you have the same players. So see what that sort of lineup looks like. Um, whereas I think if you're chasing, depends really how close you are. You know, if you're sort of within 10, 15 points, I think you just play. As you would, you sort of pick the the best team. But you know, if you're sort of 20, 30 points behind, you're probably looking at that point for a differential or or a, an alternative captaincy option. Um, obviously, I think Fernandez is is a decent shout this week, as is Salah. Um, uh, obviously, lots of people will be going going Haaland as well. But yeah, it's a it's a very tricky one to know how to play. Really, I think there's so much sewn up and and wrapped up that it's uh, not really sure what what um, the best options are. Yeah, I mean, I think should be goals. It's just knowing who's on the pitches to score them. But I mean, that that's the whole thing about FPL, isn't it? Picking the right players, but it makes it harder because of the unknowns um, around the 11s that might get picked from from certain teams. Uh, I mean, I, I mentioned I was thinking Salah. I'm now airing on caution. I think I'm going to leave it a real late, late, late shout on Sunday to see what comes through and then make my caps to see shout from there I mean probably it's between Fernandez, Salah and 
Haaland. I, I, I may be tempted with Alvarez, uh, just a bit of a differential. If if he gets a nod away at Brentford, I think he he has a excellent goal scoring record. So it's a bit of a differential p- uh, pick there. I mean, he's Alvarez is um, what's he owned by now? Yeah, six point one percent of the games, so pretty low owned, and that's not a bad shout if he can get a start, maybe a goal or two. Um, that, that that could be anything. What about yourself, Matt? You you've just mentioned Fernandez and things like that. Is it same sort of vibes for yourself? Wait and see. Yeah, I think um, Brentford away is a tricky fixture for for City and and Haaland um, is getting a lot of chances, but he's been a little bit less clinical sort of over the last um, sort of four or five match weeks, including those Champions League games um, as as well. Really, I don't know if he's just sort of saving himself there. So, I think I think Salah is probably the one I would like if if we can sort of get any early team news that yeah. he's definitely playing and also just that the team around him isn't so changed. But I think, I think Fernandez is a decent shout Fulham at home. I just worry a little bit about, um, you know, they've, they've not got anything really to play for there. Um, they'll have that. They'll have sort of one eye on that cup final um, as well, really. So I think Salah probably in some ways might be the safest choice because I can't see any world in which he doesn't play or doesn't start. Um, uh, you know, Southampton already down, um, you know, obviously been, been not great all, all, all season really, but it's a little bit tricky just in terms of like, yeah, there isn't really any other great options that I'm really that keen on. Um, I think if you, maybe if you had Harry Kane, he might be one to think yeah. about this, this season, this week. And yeah. I've actually seen a few people contemplating a Haaland to Kane Switch actually, yep. particularly if we get team news that even if Haaland isn't starting or if the City team is a bit experimental again, I think that's not a terrible option because Kane's having a fantastic season um, in in a, in a pretty underperforming Spurs side really. Um, so Leeds will need to be going for it. They'll need to be sort of pushing forward. It could leave loads of spaces really for for for, for Spurs to exploit on the on the, on the counter attack. So I think Kane is probably someone that's not in many people's teams, but I think if you uh, if we get any news that means that's the way to go, I think it could be a, a decent shout as, as bringing him in as a captaincy option this week. Yep, yep. Uh, I, the only other is Arsenal. I suppose some people still got Odegaard, some people got Saka. I, I don't. I think they're quite good options as well. I think I, I do like Arsenal this week. I yeah. think they, they're playing at home. Um, obviously, yeah. they've had a fantastic season. Um, it's really sort of heated out over the last few weeks but I think they'll want to sort of go out on a, on a high and sort of give their home fans something to, to cheer about and celebrate I think it you know if they if they limp over the line it's going to be a bit of a depressing lap of honor that they'll be doing around the uh around the Emirates potentially potentially there so yeah I think um I think most people have probably moved on Arsenal assets over the last month or so but I think if you had someone like Asaka or a Odegaard or even Trossard potentially coming in for for, for Martinelli or, or Gabriel Jesus, I think um, they're all probably good options as well. I think I think he'll go full strength in that in that size because they want to they want to end on a high. Right. So just picking out some of these differential players, you just mentioned one there, Trossard, six point six million, so relatively, um, yeah, not 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 huge huge cost. Probably a little bit more than your Brian midfielders, but. I don't know if Rashford's out. Maybe it could be switch switch it around to Trossard. Seven point three percent owned by the game. Um, yeah, has the potential to sort of explode in certain certain games. Obviously, I reckon that seven point three percent is people who have owned him um, for quite a long time, rather than rather than the here and now. Um, but with Martinelli out, I think he will be part of the front three um, in, in that space. So. Um, Decent shout there. Um, and I think, um, Everton, you mentioned 
um, Yerimina. So Yerimina is um, 4.3 million. So I'm just calling up his stats. Uh, 4.3 million, 0.2% owned. So right, super, super low owned. Um, and yeah, so he got a goal. Um, the reason we're sort of picking him out, we're, we're expecting, and I think the odds are that Everton are the highest um, potential to get a clean sheet at home to Bournemouth in that fixture. Um, and also, Bournemouth have got the worst uh, record about defending set pieces. Well, Yerimina's got that um, aerial threat as he scored late, late, late in the game against Wolves last week. So, uh, a potential there for, I don't know, a possible 15-pointer. But, uh, yeah, we are clutching here. Everton, if they win, they stay up, don't they? They're there when in they the driving position, aren't they? I yeah. think they're also in a pretty decent position if they draw. If okay. come down to goal difference, they need some right. other teams to... to... To yeah, so um, definitely in the driving seat, and yeah, Bournemouth, I think, uh, yeah, probably decent targets for them. Yeah, I, I, I think you mentioned as a as a five point seven million, so really simple move. He went up this week, I think, in price, but simple move from your Matomas, your Mar- Mar- Marches, and McAllisters, nine point four percent owned. So he's 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 been creeping up, and I would say those are quite active managers who are now owning as a um, because he's been in some really good form of late. And I think that fixture at home to Forest is, is a good one. Um, and yeah, I think they want to go out of a bit of a bounce. Um, yeah, I think Eze is a, a definitely decent shout. And um, Elise is the other one, but I, I, I think if you're choosing between them, I think Eze is the one to, to go for. Um, I mean, Liverpool, we spoke about, for me, you know, if you want a bit of a, a last hurrah with him, um, yeah, he's he's quite expensive as a forward, but maybe if you've got your Watkins, if you've got your Isaacs and things, and they're not going to be playing, I think um, yeah, Firmino isn't a bad shout. He might get, he might start and then come off. But um, eight million, they're going to be looking to set him up in any any game. Got scored last week, didn't he? Off the yeah, pitch. I think actually that's probably the reason I maybe like him a bit less this 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 week because he you know he's leaving the club. He came on and scored a scored a goal last week. Obviously, he got his big guard of honour and, and walking around the stadium. I think Klopp's comments about wanting to sort of freshen things up, I think he'll be looking, I think he's it's more valuable for him to have a little eye at the future. So I think I think there's probably a chance that he doesn't feature in in yeah. in that one. I think I think maybe if he hadn't scored last week, maybe yeah. not, but I, I have a suspicion, you know, he could even be left out of the, the the squad entirely. You've seen that sometimes with players that are sort of had yeah. that send off and 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 they're done really. But I've just seen Robertson is flagged actually. So if he's flagged then yeah. Um, yeah, he he was um, apparently got a bit of a groin injury, so that does yeah. make Simakas um, a good option. I think four point three million um, mm. a defender um, could be a real sort of move from. Uh, like for example, I've got Botman as a second Newcastle um, defender or Stupanan or someone like that. I think he he could be a real um, could be a good shout. If he's very very attacking, um, uh, done well whenever he sort of come in there as well. Um, yeah, someone else I'm interested in. Um, Jacob Ramsey, Aston Villa, um, in good form, got two goals, two goals in his last two. Um, so obviously they've got that home game against Brighton. Um, yeah, Brighton played midweek. They've got lots of injuries. They're, they they've achieved their goal of of Europa League place. I I think they could really be sort of phoning this one in. I think Aston Villa will want to cap off what has been a great second half of the season. Um, uh, for for them, um, sort of celebrating that 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 push into um. Well, I'm not sure. I think they maybe qualify for the Europa Conference League. I'm not not quite sure. Um, okay. that's standing, but 
Yeah, he's uh, he is five point one million. Um, Jacob Ramsey, um, and by one point three percent of the game, he's had a good season um, for a young player. Yeah, um, six six goals, six assists over the course of the season. So, um, yeah, he could be the man. Um, to maybe bring in, uh, you know, I've sort of probably got. I'm probably not sure I want to make any hits this week, but he might be a good move from like a. I've got Solly March still five point one million, so I could do that. Um, so I don't think I can get to Eze without without a hit. So, yeah, I think that will be a. That could be my move this week. Um. I'm going to throw one last one in. It depends where Man City's heads are. If whether they're still in the uh, in the Manchester bars or out on the on the beaches, but um, a certain forward has stepped forward uh, in when Evan Tony has um, been not playing for Brentford. A certain Brian Mboma has stepped forward, and I think the four times Ivan Tony hadn't played for Brentford this year, Brian Mboma has scored. So um, an extremely Difficult fixture on paper, Man City at home, but uh, got a brace and an assist against Tottenham, a 16-point The week before, got a goal as well. So he's in good form, Brian and Bomo. How old do you reckon he is, Matt? Oh, I don't know. Uh, 27. Brian and Bomo, he's 23 years old. Wow, there we go. So, um, like... Yeah, that, that absolutely shocked me. We, we have this age game uh, in trying to guess footballers' ages. And uh, yeah, he's, he shocked me that that came up this week. I, I should have put it on our chat. But uh, yeah, um, Brian Mbomo, 5.6 million, uh, only owned by 3.8% of the game. I mean, like this is a huge bump, but it's in good form. Uh, who knows? Last game of the season, might get a couple against City, who really doesn't matter anymore. Um, but yeah, a, a decent decent player. And I think next year, it'd be interesting to monitor what his price is and what position he comes in at. So I think he was, when he first came to it, when Brent, Brentford got promoted, he was pulled in as a midfielder. A lot of us had him, but I think he hit the bar about 20 times and then we all got rid of him. Then he got moved into the forward category this year um, and and actually he's sort of playing in that Salah role and that sort of right-hand side um, of the forwards. But if Salah's a midfielder, then surely Brian and Bama might get dropped back. So interesting to see where he comes in next year and whether he could be an option because with Ivan Tony will not play next year until game week 20. So watch this space. Um, there we are. There's my parting gift to you all. Absolutely. We are really scraping the barrel really this week. Um, <laughs> you know, 38 weeks we've done this now. We're trying to find differentials and, and this is sort of our last batch of the season. But that is going to do it for us for this week, the last game week. Hopefully, if you're if you're leading your mini leagues, you can hold on. If you're chasing, hopefully you can close those close those gaps. But yeah, all to play for. And yeah, watch out for early team news on Sunday. Well, that'll be it. We'll come back, I think, probably next week and do a bit of a season wrap up. Maybe look back on where we started in game week one and sort of our sort of things, thoughts about strategy and, and how, what the season has, has, has taught us if we can take it into next season. But yeah, best of luck to everyone closing out this season on a high. Hopefully you can all end on some green arrows and some big points. But from myself and from Ryan, thank you and best of luck. Yeah, good luck all.